Hello, and welcome to a special episode of The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. Why is today so special? Because it's Hollywood's biggest day. Yes, it is the Oscar nominations. They have been announced. Everyone is very excited. Let me tell you, I'm a little furious. I'm furious this morning. But before I get to that, let me just say thank you for being here. We're going to go over all of the nominees, all of the snubs that happened, some surprising reactions. There's all kinds of things. So let's just let's just get to it. First things first, the biggest news out of the Academy Award nominations this year is that Margot Robbie, the literal Barbie of the film Barbie, did not get nominated for Best Actress. Everyone had considered her pretty much a shoo-in at this point because she had been nominated in every major sort of award show before the Oscar nominations this morning. So her name not being on the list was a literal shock. Everyone was shocked that she did not make the cut for Best Actress, mainly because Barbie overall had gotten a lot of nominations this morning. In fact, for Best Supporting Actress, people were not expecting America Ferrera to get in there for Barbie. No one really saw that coming. People wanted it. I wanted it. But no one saw that coming. So when her name was announced for Best Actress, it just it, everyone just assumed that Barbie would have a great day and it would be in every category. Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. So when they were announcing Best Actress... They were going down the list and it got to, you know, Annette Bening for Nyad. OK, made sense. Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. OK, it went through all the nominees. Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. OK, makes sense. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. And then Emma Stone for Poor Things. No Margot Robbie. It was a shocker. It is a shocker that she wasn't nominated. To add on to the Barbie shock, Greta Gerwig, who is the director of Barbie, she was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay for Barbie, but she was not nominated for Best Director. And Barbie is the biggest film of the year. It harkens back to old Hollywood films. It is a literal director's film. Every piece of that film was Greta Gerwig's vision, really. And then, of course, Margot Robbie brought it to life and made it real and made it a made it emotional. But it was Greta Gerwig's vision from start to finish. And so for that, her not to be in the best director category is a bit of a slap in the face. Let's be real to I'm going to say it to women in Hollywood. It, it's just appalling that neither of them were nominated. But that's the biggest news of the day. That's the biggest snub of the day. Let's go over some of the other surprises that happened this morning. One of the surprises was the very first category that was announced was Best Supporting Actor. And, you know, Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction, people had hoped that he'd get nominated, but he wasn't necessarily a likely nominee just because he hadn't been really nominated in a lot of other ceremonies. You know, he'd been nominated for the Screen Actors Guild Award, but that was kind of really it. I mean, there's there were other nominations out there, of course, but he wasn't a leading contender. So for him to be the first name announced, it was surprising. The person who he probably took the place of was Charles Melton from May, December. Now, Charles Melton had I mean, I talked to him about uh, about his performance in May, December. It was a fantastic performance. And he had picked up a lot of critics awards. He had been sort of like a award show darling over the past couple of months. And so people sort of expect and he kind of is the perfect nominee. You know, he's young. He's attractive. He came from this teen television show to all of a sudden be in this amazing film with Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman. And like no one really saw this performance coming. So it was a surprise that he was left out of the category. But let's go down the list. So best supporting actor, the nominees were 
are, I should say, Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction, Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling for Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Most of them were expected, so Sterling K. Brown was definitely the shocker of the bunch. For Best Supporting Actress, as I already said, American Ferreira's nomination in Barbie was a big shock this morning, and I'm really happy about it because that monologue she gave in Barbie is one of the best monologues in film history. The other nominees for Best Supporting Actress include uh, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple, Jodie Foster for Nyad, and Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Now, of those nominees, I will put my entire life savings on Divine Joy Randolph winning for The Holdovers. Please go back and listen to this after the award ceremony, because if I'm wrong, I will literally give someone my life savings. Spoiler alert, there's not much in there, so... <laughs> So you're not going to walk away with much money Woo! for best actor. There weren't. I mean, the biggest surprise of the best actor category would probably be Coleman Domingo, although it had been kind of expected these past couple of weeks. But Coleman Domingo's performance for Rustin and you can hear my chat with him on the Parting Shot podcast. Coleman's performance was incredible and he had picked up a couple of nominations along the way, but it wasn't necessarily as sort of expected. You know what I mean? But he made the mix. He made the mix. And the person he probably replaced in the best actor category was Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon. He was left out of the nominees, which was a bit of a surprise. Bradley Cooper is one of the nominees from Maestro. Coleman Domingo, as I mentioned, for Rustin. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. And Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. All of those were pretty, all the other ones were pretty much expected. In this category, it's kind of a race between Paul Giamatti and Killian Murphy. And I think the money is on Paul Giamatti. I mean, I think he really sort of has this one in the bag. As I previously mentioned, I'm still furious over Margot Robbie not being included for Best Actress. But the other nominees for Best Actress, um, we, you know, well, I went over them before. Out of all of them, I kind of think that Lily Gladstone has this in the bag, you know, for Killers of the Flower Moon. However, it would, I mean, Emma Stone keeps winning for Poor Things, and Poor Things saw a lot of love this morning. So, I, it could, she could win, and she then would become a double winner, because she won previously for uh, La La Land, which I hated that movie. Um, but, but she did win for best actress for La La Land. So she could become that rare two time Oscar winning actress for best actress. You know, there aren't a lot of those. There's Jodie Foster, of course, who was nominated today for best supporting actress is a double nominee for best actress or double winner, I should say, for best actress. So she'd be in a very rare group if she did win, which I wouldn't hate to see, I have to admit, because I love when Hillary Swank is also a double winner, um, which still surprises me to this day. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a rare group to be in. So it would be exciting to kind of see that for best director. I mean, the biggest shock in this group is that Greta Gerwig is not a part of the best director. But let's go over the other nominees. So Justine Triet for Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Jorgis Lanthimos, oh, I cannot pronounce his name, for Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. I mean, who who is going to win this one? It's going to be Christopher Nolan. It is Christopher Nolan's year. I mean, he's been nominated before. People were pissed he wasn't nominated for some of the Batman movies. So, like, it's been a long time coming that no one's going to stop Christopher Nolan this year. In the other categories, you know, Barbie picked up two uh, Best Original Song nominations for I'm Just Kin for Barbie and for What Was I Made For, um, which is a Billie Eilish song. I think Billie Eilish has this in the bag, 
but it's going to be exciting because will Ryan Gosling perform I'm Just Ken at the Oscars? I mean, that performance is actually, I'm very much looking forward to that. I hope he does. He didn't perform when La La Land was nominated years ago, and people were kind of hoping they would, but neither him or Emma Stone performed that year. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe I could see it. I mean, how do you do I'm Just Ken without Ken? You know what I mean? But also, how do you nominate the film Barbie and not nominate the actual Barbie, Margot Robbie? Sorry, I'm not over it. I won't be over it. I'm sorry. For Best Foreign Film, really in this category, the biggest, I mean, really the biggest surprise of the day for sort of an unexpected film was The Zone of Interest. The Zone of Interest from United Kingdom, it's it's about the Holocaust and it's complicated. It's a great film, but it picked up a lot of nominations. I mean, we're talking like Best Director for Jonathan Glazer and Best Best Picture. And I mean, it picked up a lot of nominations. So it was surprising to see it such a strong showing for for a foreign film, although it's from the United Kingdom, so it's not that foreign. Uh, <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, the other nominees for Best Foreign Film include The Teacher's Lounge from Germany, uh, ooh, Capitino from Italy, Perfect Days, and Society of the Snow from Spain. In uh, the Best Animated Film, this was like uh, this was a fun one actually because Disney's year at the box office was not so good. So there was sort of a debate of how will even a Disney film make it into best animated film? And they did with Elemental. And it was like Elemental was like a sleeper. No one really it wasn't a huge box office hit. I loved it. I loved Elemental. And you should go see it on watch it on Disney Plus. Um, the other nomination nominees for best animated film include The Boy and the Heron, which will win. Uh, Elemental, um, Pneumona, Robot Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, Spider-Man might pick it up, too, because it won a couple of years ago, so there's a chance that that could win, but I just think The Boy and the Heron will probably definitely win. But outside of that, there weren't that many crazy surprises this year. One thing I did love to see, one of my favorite films of the year was Past Lives, which is it's just it's a beautiful, beautiful film. If you can see it, you should definitely see it. And there was a little bit of a debate of, Will it be strong enough for it to get a nomination? And it did. It got nominated for Best Picture, which was a big, nice surprise. It also got nominated for Screenplay. It didn't get, you know, any of the nominations for Best in the Acting Categories, which kind of bums me out because that's an actor's film, really. But it was a beautiful film, and I definitely think you should go see it. So let's go over the Best Picture nominees, shall we? Okay. And I'll just go over if they were, like, likely or not as I say them. So, Best Picture. American Fiction. No shocker there. Anatomy of a Fall. I mean, that film, it's a foreign film, but it, it was well, sort of a foreign film. It's like weird, um, but it it got a lot of love this morning, especially for the lead actress in it, Sandra Huller, who her performance was just, whoa. Um, Barbie got nominated for Best Picture. Oh, I'm still not over Margot Robbie and Greta not being there. Um, So yeah, uh, The Holdovers got a Best Picture nomination, expected. Killers of the Flower Moon, nominated, expected. Maestro, nominated, expected nominee oppenheimer no shocker there best picture uh past lives we just talked about that poor things nominated and finally the zone of interest the best picture nominees outside of past lives all pretty expected all pretty what we all thought i mean there's 10 nominees so at this point it's pretty easy to figure out who's going to be nominated for best picture over the year because you know there's just so many areas to sneak in overall I am very happy with the nominees, with the exception, of course, as I've said many times, the lack of a nomination for Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig. But 
considering that and putting that aside, all the other nominees are pretty great and it's a great year. And it's, it does seem pretty diverse over most of the categories. I have to say, I mean, it was a pretty spread out year and, and they really gave some love to some films that were sort of like on the fence of possibly being nominated like American fiction, Sterling K Brown or, you know, American Ferrera, of course, for Barbie. So yeah, great, great list of nominees. Although I'm still furious. I'm still furious about the Margot Robbie thing. I won't get over it. I won't be over it until March. Actually, I probably will be pissed about it even past March. Anyway, let me know what you think of the nominees. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. Are you as pissed about Barbie not being in there as much as I am? Please let me know. Follow me on everything and leave a little rating and review of this podcast wherever you can. And, you know, go to Newsweek. Subscribe to my newsletter for the culture because I just had a whole breakdown of the Oscar nominees there, too. So you can go and react to that as well. And, of course, stick with Newsweek.com for all the news and follow them on all the socials. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. Have a great day.